Hello folks and welcome to another episode of the Two Jigman Commentaries. With me tonight, from our nation's capital, and the Terror Troop Podcast, Mr. Wildman Willis. How are you, sir? I'm fine. I can't complain at all. Man, Brock's head was purple at that fucking pay-per-view, man. Uh-huh. And I feel sorry that you had to watch Alien Covenant. I only watched half of it, Willis, to be fair. <laughs> then I had to go to the grocery store. <laughs> Well, you saved yourself some time. When that little fucking albino xenomorph just popped out and started doing funny shit, I couldn't stop laughing. So it, it was fine, you know. You know what I was waiting for to do? Hello, my baby. Hello, my. It's like let's suck up some dust, and this is how we get infected with xenomorphs. You know, that's like the worst anti-smoking I've ever seen in my life. Going on to a planet that. You don't know what's going on without any damn helmets whatsoever. Dumb. They saw the wheat, man. The the, wa- the waving wheat could sure smell sweet, and the oxygen must have been good, I guess, then. Because they just... Uh- yeah. <laughs> All I got to say is when the girl was tripping up on the blood, if you would have played the Benny Hill music with it, it would have been perfect. Funny, man. Funny, funny shit. <laughs> oh, my God. And with us tonight... Is our friend, you know her, you love her, she loves Argento a little too much, but that's okay. Suzanne, how are you? Oh, good, I really, I'm gonna side with Willis, I can't complain. Fair enough. Give me a minute and I probably will. Uh, there's, there's some good rants out there I'm sure you can get into, you know. Oh yeah, that's not too hard for me to accomplish. Oh man. And with us tonight is not nudie. But we replaced them with somebody from a, the distant land of Sweden. He is the Swedish <laughs> cinemasochist, Mr. Philip O'Neill. How are you, sir? Hello, I'm doing uh, fine. <laughs> a little sleepy <laughs> because it's two o'clock in the morning here, but uh, I, I, can, I think I can make it. We, we appreciate <laughs> your sacrifice, sir. Yeah, it's been a while since I was on this podcast, actually. Oh, you're, uh, you're always welcome, brother. We always go late. We always start late, though, your time. Thank you. Mm-hmm. It's a pleasure to be here. Always welcome. Because yeah. Philip is a guy who likes film, who loves film. He's uh, going, to, going to film school right now, actually, so. Yep, and making films as well, just outside of school. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> I can't wait to see this stuff, man. I'm serious. Thank a, you. It's always fun to see friends who are creative, because I, I can't create shit, except for, you know, d- dick and fart jokes that sometimes land, and th- those <laughs> those are always fun, right? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, everybody, need, everybody needs a good dick joke. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my old man taught me that, you know. <laughs> but tonight... Uh... And I'm really not going to add any more onto that one, either. No. Tonight, we're uh, in this very mixed month of commentaries, and there's really no major theme or anything. We're going to explore the film that we're supposed to do for Suzanne's birthday, but hey, we're, we're doing it now, and we're doing it live, as, as Christian Bale would say. <laughs> uh, without warning, the, the Great and Clark movie, which features uh, Jack Palance and Martin Landau making Landau faces, I'm sure, in this fucking movie. Big old flying... Oh, he Landau's... He oh, he Landau's out. all over the place. <laughs> God. <laughs> that sounds so gross. He Landau's all over this film. And uh, you got Cameron Mitchell here. 
who's a, oh, a legend. Oh, yeah, Cameron Mitchell. Yeah, we were talking about Argento previously, and he was in uh, Blood and Black Lace, actually. <laughs> he's in all kinds of movies. Oh, he's in everything. Yeah, he's in, like, every... It's... Yeah, he's, like... But when you put on, like, a C movie, you're, like... You're looking at the credits going, okay, Cameron Mitchell's going to show up soon here, right? <laughs> he's just always going to be in it. Oh, he's in so... And don't forget, very, very, very young David Caruso's in the beginning. Well, we, yeah. we just covered uh, the, the immortal classic Frankenstein, Frankenstein Island, which is coming soon to this show because it's spectacular. We're, we're, oh, uh, Jesus Christ. Yes. We're uh, <laughs> the, the former patron saint of the Kiss to Go podcast, Mr. John Carradine. He, he, he plays a floating head throughout the whole film. That's all he does. It's like watching a skeleton rule nice. over. It's like watching a skeleton rule over Eternia. You know, it's it's amazing. You know. Oh, but tonight <laughs> we're gonna watch this film with flying discs and massive headed aliens and lots, <laughs> lots of lots of crazy coeds getting massacred in the woods. I hope. I've never seen this. Massacred. Mm. You never seen this film? No, massacred's a good word. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna use that. Yeah. <laughs> I love this movie. It scared the shit out of me the first time I snuck out of bed when I was a kid to watch it. Was it the Landau? I thought, I thought it was the Landau, making Landau faces. Yeah. Oh, no, the throwy thingy scared the shit out of me. Gotcha. I was terrified to go outside. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're gonna, when I say go, we're going to go. And I would say three, two, one, and go. Yeah, I missed the confusion. There's a big old yeah. line. I love this movie. It's like a guilty pleasure for me. <laughs> yeah, this yeah. has a official official Scream Factory release. If you guys want to go buy this thing, what? That's I... what. That, I'm watching that one. Okay, beautiful. I figured this would be a um, Midnight Madness DVD. Hmm. I don't know what kind of extras are on the disc or anything, but I'm sure Suzanne could tell us. If she, I'm sure she's watched them. I really don't think there's very much. I gotta look. Yeah, sometimes there's not. Doesn't the uh, uh, the right the director Creighton Clark, Clark doesn't he sell this movie on his website? Um, More than I have likely. no idea. I got this from a place that is from Boulevard, which is no longer in existence. It was one of their. Uh, pre-sales, and I got it for nine ninety nine. Larry Storch, oh boy! Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> now I'm excited. You got me excited about Larry Storch now. You know. By the way, the the uh, the guy who plays the alien in this movie, Kevin Hall, played the alien in Predator. Yes. In Predator Two. Yes. And and uh, <laughs> DOP Dean Cundy, I've met him before. Ah yes, John Carpenter's DP. God, so much, so much, so many DOPs, man. This is we, an we, awesome little movie. It, it's it's amazing. We we talked we talked lightly about Carpenter. We talked more about Roadhouse and DC Cab, okay, than any other thing. <laughs> I know it's like a travesty, Philip, you know, because the the Carpenter stuff's so great, you know. But the DC mm -hmm. Cab has arguably one of the best ensemble casts ever that nobody talks about. <laughs> Gary Busey, Mr. T. Yes, the Barbarian Brothers, Marshall Warfield, Marshall Warfield. Yes. <laughs> Adam, ba I've been uh, Adam Baldwin too, and I said, you know, you've done so many better things in Firefly. Let's talk about DC Cab for a while, you know. 
Well, first of all, I just want to say I've watched this movie before, uh, this commentary actually. We watched it. I've seen it before. And uh, it's actually, I can say it's a pretty pretty good B-movie. It's competently it made. And uh, the thing I noticed, because I'm a film director myself, is, I mean, obviously, creating Clark is somebody who, you know, he makes B-movies all the time. You know, he makes very low-budget films. And this is a very well-shot, economically well-shot film. Uh, the way just he stages the actors and the way very little... Uh, Let's say I think cover, camera coverage. He just kind of uh, he shoots a lot. Everything, most of the actors in master shots, or you know, he has the camera kind of one actor, and then it will pan up to another actor. And it's like he's doing several shots in one single set, camera set, <laughs> things like that. Just that I just go, oh, that's really cool, you know, from a filmmaking filmmaker perspective. <laughs> so it's very well made film, I must say. I wish I could make a film like this. <laughs> Well, this one for me, it always it feels like a throwback to the '50s. It's got that '50s monster alien movie vibe to it. Yeah, the alien is very retro looking. Very. Uh... Yeah, I mean they they blew most of their budget. Basic Rick Baker did the basically did the mask, and they pretty much he threw it together in his kitchen in about an hour. <laughs> hey Willis, I have a quick question for you, Ben. Uh huh. Who gave bootleg Magnum TA that shirt? I have no idea. They need to burn that thing. <laughs> uh, just didn't say bootleg Magnum TA. <laughs> yes, I did. Wait a minute. Get a laugh out of it, uh, Willis. What is that dude's name? Is that Darby Hinton? <laughs> I have no clue. All I can picture is the how majestic Magnum TA's mustache is now. That was a handsome, he's still around, but he was a handsome, handsome man back in them days. Oh yeah, just that, that mustache, and I think he's got like the man pelt. Well, you need the man pelt, you know, especially back in these days, you gotta go with that gold chain. Well yeah, I mean, pretty much the gold chain is wasted if you've gotten, if you've not got the man pelt. See, he doesn't have a medallion though, so you need the medallion to complete the ensemble. <laughs> mustache, gold chain with medallion, and man pelt. Which I'm sure beads down to his ball fro. I, I, I've never, I haven't seen that, but you know, <laughs> I imagine it goes all the way down. Well, my, a couple people I know are down at full sale at the May Young Classic tonight. Very cool, dude. I'm looking forward to watching that. I'm mad at it. Well, I'm glad they're gonna show after SummerSlam. Which I will be there, live and in living color. You going to Battleground in Philly? What are you doing, man? I'm not going to that shit. <laughs> I I'm, don't want to see no fucking two John B. Pearson match. Wasting no money on that bullshit. <laughs> it shit just look dumb. Well, they made it. They had a good raw pay per view last time. So here we go talking about wrestling again. But that's okay. I, I want to compliment on. Their stupidly titled Great Balls of Fire pay per view that I, right. I, I enjoyed myself thoroughly. I enjoyed it just because the next night, fucking Brock Lesnar told Roman Reigns, You don't deserve shit. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's funny. <laughs> I 
All my friends are abandoning me this weekend. Everybody's going to open air except me. Oh shit! Don't <laughs> game. What the hell? Ah, you can see the fucking string! Oh shit, you can see the string! Nice. <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. It's like something out of Star Trek. Where, where, where's Khan, Nooney, and Singh when you need them? <laughs> God, you bloodsucker. Ooh. <laughs> I'm yeah, surprised I, would, I would run. He's got some, some thing stuck on his face. I'm surprised Shaffner's not in this movie. Oh, that'd be amazing. <laughs> they probably couldn't afford what? it. I mean, you can't have... I, I just don't see how you could have... A... Make a sequel to Black Shampoo, where, where Shatner's the white man villain. I would love that, you know. Talking to you, Greg well, Clark. I mean, you Talking have... to you. Well, you, you can't have Shatner Shatnering up the place and Martin Landau Landowing up the place. It would just be way too much. It would be overlaid. Look <laughs> how fucking short those guys' shorts are. Mm, that's cool, Beth. Baby Caruso. Right. These girls must love him, man. He can't make no babies with that with that dick being bound up like that. Hi, Tom. <laughs> Ew, what was that? You say hello it's like one of those, I want to kiss you, but I don't want to kiss you. Look, you'll be safe with Greg. I personally guarantee you, okay? <laughs> Jeez. Not a whole lot of special features on the disc. There is an audio. There is the audio. I can speak the English language. There is an audio commentary with Graydon Smith. And a few other things. But, no, you know, nothing major. But it's just a nice transfer. So, if you like the movie, just buy it. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's always a plus. It looks good. I've been, I've, been more, nice. I've, been, I've been more impressed with Kino lately than anybody else. Hmm. I'm waiting for some of those Kino releases to come out. Yeah, it looks like it's closed. Well, it's, it's nice when they can buy. I'm sure they bought this movie for cheap from, from MGM to the, like the rights to put it out. Hmm. To give it the, yeah. the, the proper care to give it a decent transfer because MGM ain't doing that shit. Oh, you'd like this? There's an interview with Dean Cundy on this. Nice. Huh. We had a lot to talk about. I'm, I'm looking forward to if he ever comes back to Chicagoland again. He, he's, Amazing. He's, 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 he's uh, DOP'd some of my favorite films of all time, even even past Carpenter stuff, you know. I can't believe he shot this, like, between Halloween and The Thing. <laughs> it's well, I, I've heard stories about Dean Cundy's infamous van where he just had, like, lenses that nobody else had so they hired him for everything ah. <laughs> he would just he would just drive around with this van and he he, he would I, I i guess he would work cheap because he, he would like you know be there for anything they wanted to do <laughs> cool no chance no help no escape oh well, that's no reassuring yeah, what's that face you just made? Ugh. It's the mid bitch. <laughs> I sleep, Pete. What are you doing here? Could be, you know. <laughs> Martin Landau. 
it's not quite the Lee Marvin talking eyebrows, but it's close. <laughs> well, the eyebrows there, those, those rival uh, Dwayne the Rock Johnson's eyebrows, you know. I don't know who eyebrows was worse. His eyebrows, uh, who was it in that movie we watched with the, um... The Lee, Lee Marvin. Lee Marvin. Lee Marvin. <laughs> yeah. I couldn't even look at his face. All I could see were those eyebrows. I just want to see Martin Landa. They were just. I just want to see Martin Landa do the people's eyebrow with them big old hook eyebrows. Trying to think where I've seen that other kid from. He's been in stuff that I've seen too. I think. So where are they? Women, the he he looks. At the, who the fuck is he? Damn it. He looks like Clark Brandon from like Facts of Life in the eighties. That's who he reminds me of. Oh, here comes Jack Plants. <laughs> <laughs> to, to round up the creep factor. You are my number one alien. Oh, I love it, man. <laughs> <laughs> now, if you really want to see something fun, Alone in the Dark. Oh, that's great. That, is, that movie what? is insane. I love it. That, that that's the stuff that that shout needs to be going after, not Teen Wolf two. Yeah, isn't what Mark, the fuck is up with that? Isn't Martin Landau also in that movie? Yeah, Martin Landau's also in that movie. I actually never watched Teen Wolf two. Well, I've seen it before. I'm just saying it's not worth a great release, like like you know, the, like a film like Alone in the Dark would be. Yeah, I know. What the fuck is wrong with his hair? <laughs> It's a good hair piece, probably, Willis. That dad is fucking off. Either that or, or Tango and Cash are really stressing them out over them drugs. <laughs> Tango and Cash. Cash and Tango. And, oh, and, you know, he's got a mouse in this movie. He's got right. a mouse also in Tango and Cash. Yes, he does, you know. <laughs> but the, those, those, really? the, the, those mice in Tango and Cash are more used as a plot device, you know. They're like they're like rats in a cage that Tango and Cash. Just show the director, you. I need a mouse. Just, just showing them how sexy the buns are. Oh god. So this movie, which is about nothing, tries to be about something here. So there's a kind of hunting theme going on here, isn't there? Because well, the aliens kind of hunting. A... It's it's more of a maybe resort type area with you know the the river. The woods. So I'm guessing they're probably trying to go for more of that wildernessy camping area feel. That's just my opinion. Okay. Because what we never find out why the alien is hunting. Like, is he does he want to eat, or is it is he after trophies? Like, yeah, I think it, he. The scene toward the end, and I don't want to ruin it for anybody, so I'll probably save that observation till after the movie. Okay. So yeah, this movie is filled with what I like to call looser actors. <laughs> like I'm talking about Jack Palance and like, sorry, even Martin Landau and like Neville Brand that shows up late. Like these big actors were 
huge back in the 60s. And now they're doing like these little B movies for some reason. It's very odd. Yeah, him. And it's got a super. All the Steve's. It's, it's is... got a super high. I'm sorry. I know, I'm just saying, it's got a super high camp factor. Mm hmm. And these guys totally ham it up. It's awesome. I mean, yeah. I mean, it could, come on, Philip. You put George Kennedy in this film. You got you got box office gold there, man. <laughs> yeah, but I, I wonder what happens to these guys. Like Jack Lance. I mean, you look at his filmography. It's amazing the amount of kind of. I mean, stuff even I'm sure even you wouldn't watch. Well, he, he did. He had that whole new renaissance in like the late '80s, early '90s, though. Yeah, with City Slickers and City Slickers too, and I, didn't he do a few other things? Yeah, Batman uh, nine uh, eighty nine. Yeah, Tango and Cash. I forgot Commission. about that. Oh yeah, Cops and Robertsons. I, I, you know, that's a guilty <laughs> pleasure. I love Cops and Robertsons. <laughs> I've actually never seen that. It's just a lot of Chevy being a jackass and Jack Pellins getting pissed off, which, which is what you want in a movie. <laughs> Look, it's Cub Scouts. Yeah. Or shall I say, appetizers. <laughs> I hope so. I'm, I'm praying. Because those next now there's a, now there's, a, there's something here they never address, but they hint at it, which is that I think the alien sort of affects, like, electronic stuff. And, like, because the radio, I know at some point, doesn't work, and the, his compass here doesn't work either. So there's some sort of hint that, oh, maybe the alien is affecting everything. Well, that's probably more of a magnetic thing with the compass. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. If I had to guess, you know, I'm, just, I'm, I'm trying to use the little bit of science I have in my brain, which is not ample, but, uh, you know, I know that magnets affect compasses. Ah. And this actor, this Larry Stork guy, I've only seen him in, seen him in one other movie. And that's uh, Silence of the Hams. Oh, he's more famous for television, Philip. He was on uh, F Troop, and he actually played the Joker in one of the, the Justice League animated series. Yeah, oh, wow. he, I didn't know that. He played the Joker on, I think, um, did he do it on the um, Batman special with um, Scooby-Doo? I think that's the one he did it on. Either that or, um... The was New it, Adventures of Batman, one or the other. Was that the filmation one, Willis? Yeah, the one with Batmite. Yeah. <laughs> Going in the Wayback Machine with Mr. Storch. Uh, I remember the episode he was on Married with Children cutting up. That Kelly was going to the Larry Storch School of Acting. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the world-famous Larry Storch School of Acting, yes. <laughs> Unlike Gary from Gary Shoes and Accessories, Larry Storch <laughs> actually shows up. <laughs> Gary did show up. He was a she. He was. He was oh, I forgot about that now. He know he too damn old to be running around in them damn shorts. There's a now. There's a shot here where you can actually see the alien if you look closely. He he turns like he hears something and he looks and there's a shot of like uh, the forest and if you look in the center somewhere you can see the the, the blue alien. <laughs> Soon, and he looks. 
You can tell people was just here for paychecks. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, at least they had. You can tell they at least had fun making it. Right. <laughs> What was this shot, actually? You know? They're lost in the woods, I guess. Which is always where you want to be in a movie like this, get lost in the woods. And then, oh, leave, yeah. then leave like eight or nine Dubai young boys all by themselves. <laughs> Appetizers. Oh, definitely. I'm guessing Larry Sorch is going to buy the farm right about now. He's still alive, right? Yeah, Larry's still alive. He's, he's pretty pretty active on Facebook, actually. Oh, wow. Damn, F2. <laughs> uh, Gary, would you say this is Graydon Glark's best film? Oh, that goes to Black Shampoo. Although, you know, I think that King Vidiot in Joysticks is his best character ever. You know. Mm. God bless John Grease. We love him on this show. I love him in my heart, too, you know. <laughs> Love me some John Grease. What else has he done? Well, he's, done should... he's done this. He's done Black Shampoo, like I mentioned. Joysticks, like I mentioned. Um, past that, I don't know. But I know there's probably been other, other films. So those are the three that stand out for me. Well, two of those I've seen until, until now. I'm watching this now. I'm going to look at his filmography here. Uh... He did a movie called Satan's Cheerleaders. Oh yeah, that's a that's a. Film oh he my did. god! That is I forgot about that one. You guys could find that that Kiss the Goat episode. I think it's like the episode two. Do you guys want to hear X and Cootie talk about that movie? What he directed Final Justice with Joe Don Baker? Oh yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Well, Joe Don Baker was in uh, Joysticks. Oh, oh, head on. oh yeah, there he goes. <laughs> Joe, uh, Joe Don Baker played the, the congressman or the mayor that wanted to shut down the arcade because, you know, a bad influence or whatnot. Oh, that's gross. Well, that's some ace acting there, Larry. Goddamn. For the budget they had, I think they made wise decisions. Yeah. Like those hand motions just now? Yeah. See, this one in the blue neckerchief is, actually, is uh, obviously the leader. But those little things, they're... Yeah, they're pretty icky. Yeah, well, as far as creatures go, yeah, they look really good. Even in, like, HD. Mm. Except, like, when Willow says they're, they're flying directly at you, you can see the wires. But that's, that's just the camp right there. That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this movie scared the shit out of me. I, like I said, this was one of those movies I snuck out of bed to watch when my par after my parents were asleep. I was terrified. See, now these little fucks are running a straight line. They couldn't do it before. I know, right? What kind of scouts are they? Not good ones. Not good ones, man. So is the alien driving around in a van? <laughs> no, that's the idiot kids. Oh, uh, getting ready to say. I get right. Say he he pulling the cheapest creepers. <laughs> it just says Air Fifty One in his car. <laughs> C 
come on, what? Willis. Uh, Jeeper, the, the Creeper wasn't a pedophile, but the director was. Uh-huh. Yeah, I... The creeper was a pedophile too, sniffing, grown, sniffing the teenagers' damn draws. Just, just because Justin Long has the build, uh, the build of a a twelve-year-old, doesn't mean that he's not twelve years old. <laughs> oh man, maybe even that's why I do maybe, want. Maybe that's why he chose him. Even though I do want to see part three, but still, I guess yeah, that's I guess. kind of one of those things. I just got to draw the line there. I can't watch anything that that man does. I could still watch Clown House, but I still I still feel real <laughs> bad about it, you know. I just, I can't do it. My that's kind of my moral compass is pretty much stuck there. You don't think that that guy at the station is right? I mean, some crazy hunter's The creeper is uh, basically it's uh, his sexual demons, you know, put on film. <laughs> basically, you hit the nail on the coffin with that one. <laughs> oh no, what's that noise? That was gonna be good. There's gonna be a great scene where, you know, bootleg Mark Patton goes for a swim and then gets out of the water and says, I beat you, and then gets eaten by something. That'd be amazing, you know? <laughs> I beat you! It's like, no, <laughs> motherfucker, you keep on running in Creep Show 2. You got a giant mad-eating blob in a lake, you escape. <laughs> oh well, that's you get for the attempted rape, I guess. Yeah. It's like, our friends are dying. Let, let, let me fondle your breasts. <laughs> so, was David Cruz who somebody before he did that CSI show? Well, he had, like, yeah, money. he was in. Um, he was in. Oh, he was in the first season and a few episodes of NYPD Blue, which was at the point that point in time really groundbreaking. I I own the first two seasons because he's in it, and he did a couple of he did one movie with Nicolas Cage. It was a remake. I can't remember the name of it. He did a few, you know, few mo movies, but. Like I said, for me, the highlight of David Caruso was NYPD Blue. Yeah, small role in First Blood. Oh, that's right. Oh, yeah, I it's vaguely remember that. Oh, and, and also, he had a small role in An Officer and a Gentleman. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. I think you're thinking of Kiss of Death for that um that Nicholas Cage Yeah, that's movie. the one. Yeah, I could not remember that to save my life. <laughs> Can't listen to my tunes, man. <laughs> Didn't bring no tapes. Damn. I was actually digging through a box and I found a stash of cassette tapes. I'm like, damn. Garbage. You could you could play them on your fancy schmancy uh, Sanio jam box right there, you know. <laughs> I, ha I don't think I've had a tape deck in like probably 15 16 years. I was actually in the store the other day and they actually had a tape player in the store. My friend's oh, shit. My, my friend's father still owns hundreds. You hear me? I said hundreds of 8-track tapes. Oh, wow. He still plays them. Uh, 
Uh, my dad, of, of all the technology that was coming out, my dad thought that 8-track was the way to go. So he bought this at the time. It was the 70s, big, expensive 8-track player. And, of course, like, what, two months later, that no one was making 8-tracks anymore. Well, you know, as, as revolutionary as it, as it was, the, the RCA uh, SpectraVision discs or whatever, whatever they were back in the day, is that, is that correct? The laser discs? No, the no, the ones in the plastic cases that you would stick in the player in the plastic cases. These came out before I, laser discs, yeah, this is, right? This is like pre-laser disc, yes. Oh wow, not not a Pe not people, a damn People clip. collect them now. They they almost look like, look like the size of like a record, but they're like hard yeah. cases. But some of them got some pretty tasty. Oh yeah. yeah, some pretty tasty artwork on them. Yeah, I was at this flea market I went to. I saw. Someone had stacks of them. Oh, these things are heavy. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they, they are. I had no clue. I thought they were laser discs. Well, if I have a Fleas and Flicks auction this, this winter, which I'm going to try to have one, my buddy's got a, a full cheese zombie one of, one of those that he's going to give me to put in the auction. Mine. Well, I'm I'm reaching, I'm almost into triplicate category, and and what well, with Suspiria, I've got six copies of it now. <laughs> Willis's, Willis's favorite, yes, Willis's favorite. Oh, I can't wait for us to watch that together, Willis. It's going to be so much fun. You better hope I don't fall asleep on that joint. <laughs> oh, don't worry, I won't let you. Why are these folks wearing so much clothes now? They weren't so concerned about it before. Oh, white girl fell in a hole. You know what's gonna happen next, right? It's a trap! <laughs> you got the trap. I can't do the, the Admiral Akbar voice, you know, but uh... Sasquatch? It's a, it's a trap! <laughs> AFK, minute. It might be a Sasquatch, I don't know. But then again, the, the the alien is played by Kevin Peter Hall. Like, like Philip said, he played Harry and Harry and Henderson's as well. Yeah. What? What? I thought that was Ron Perlman. No, no, that that was um. I don't know where Ron Perlman would have played like, like that, you know. Ron Perlman was the Beast in Beauty and the Beast. Yeah, he was. Still, he looked way better than the Beauty and the Beast in the fucking Walt Disney movie they just had. Oh, it's decent, dude. It's a very pretty film. That shit look like CGI at its worst. There is some C there. It is CG, but the the film itself is pretty great looking. They really break yeah. any new new ground from the old film, but it's it's pretty 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 great looking film. It don't look as good as the fucking um Jungle Book. No, it doesn't. Which I saw three times in theaters. I'm waiting to see how they're gonna do the Lion King. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. E even though what? I'm at. Mad that they don't have some of the original voice cast. Oh, what are you gonna do? The sky what are they gonna do to the Lion King? They're doing a. The like sky... a... Oh, I'm sorry, Phil. I'm sorry. The guy's dressed like Marty McFly. Yes. I know, right? <laughs> They're wearing so much clothes and it's hot outside. <laughs> oh my god, look at the ooze. Must have got John Carl Buchler on this bitch. Oh, Happy pan down, pan down. Come on. 
<laughs> I know she's dead, but he could have been some good looking boobies. Ew, he's drooling! <laughs> David Caruso, acting as usual. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, he can fall with the okay, best of them, Philip. <laughs> Alright, now what are they doing to the Lion King? They're doing they like, doing... They did, like they did the Jungle Book. Ew! No, it's gonna What's be good! Ew, what are you talking about? Ew, the Jungle Book, that joint was amazing. It is great looking. No, I was talking the about what they're going to do to the Lion King. They got James Earl Jones back from Mufasa. It, no, 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 it's blasphemy. No, it, did you see the Jungle Book? What no, because I watched the original. Well, what Favreau, no. well, you got to watch it, because what Favreau did to the Jungle Book is fucking beautiful, okay? I just, I, no, is, I can't, no. No, we're, we're gonna watch it together one day, because I'm gonna make you watch it. <laughs> that, and I hate Walt Disney cartoons with all that goddamn singing. Ain't hardly no singing in this one. They, they had me at Bill Murray as Blue the Bear and, and Christopher Walken as King Louie. Louie, yeah. Yes. <laughs> and the Jungle Book. That's not even the original fucking jungle book. <laughs> what the hell? It's humping, the, it's humping that glass, man. <laughs> That's not yeah, sexual. Well, turn wall. your windshield wipers on, damn it. <laughs> King Louie says, I need the power of man's red flower so I can be like you. <laughs> oh, shooby doo. I want to get some alien suction cups on my face. <laughs> they can open doors now. They're like the Velociraptors. <laughs> oh, I found the keys. They were in an obvious place. <laughs> That's where the keys are always there. Those things are just like rubbing them teeth against that glass. He ain't making no progress. Oh no, we should have filled up before we left. No, don't flood it. Oh no, the car doesn't start. It's like we're in a horror movie or something. <laughs> <laughs> it must have been that gang of hoodlums from Friday Part 3. <laughs> what uh, the hell are you doing up there? Now turn your windshield wipers on, damn it. He's not thinking that far ahead. Although they're probably massive on that van. Hey, you're right, hit the goddamn windshield wipers. Don't I know! Bring that son of a bitch right off. Bloop. I don't know, maybe well, windshield that... wiper fluid is like acid to it. Could be, they'll never know unless they try, right? Right? Yeah. <laughs> now. Yeah, now, see, the woman's thinking, see. Oh, got it! <laughs> Now, how hard was that to put together? <laughs> it's like, we're free and clear. We're probably not. Smile like jackasses. <laughs> Ow. You can shut them off now, dude. Yeah, there you go. Good job. <laughs> That's just wasting perfectly good battery power. Why would you stop? Because of white people, right? Yeah, white people. You said it, I didn't. If this was a brother, they would have been gone, okay? 
I know, right? <laughs> Wait, there are aliens out there, and he, he's like, just stay in the car out here, you know? <laughs> just... Yeah, stay out here by yourself. That's a good plan, dude. Just that always out. bugged me about this. That is, like, one of the things that just irritated me. It's like, after what you've seen and what you've witnessed, you stay here by yourself. I'm a man. I'll go inside. Oh, oh my God. Uh, now, now, here's <laughs> in the bar here. We got all these actors. <laughs> Neville Brand is sitting there just... Drink, he's the killer in Eaten Alive. The, oh, yeah. He's this actor who was like, an Oscar winning actor, I think, and he's like sitting in this one scene just drinking. <laughs> and behind him is uh, Ralph Meeker, who's also like a big actor in the 60s, and he was turned into a drunk. Both just drunk actors. <laughs> it's amazing. Well, well, me and Suzanne were discussing I... the, 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 the epicness of Corey Feldman. And how uh, <laughs> I, I watched Dream a Little Dream, and you realize in Dream a Little Dream they have Oscar caliber actors in the movie for some reason. I guess they needed a paycheck. Because in that film, you have Jason Robards, Piper Laurie, and Harry Dean Stanton in that movie. In a film about no. pa pa uh, the, him doing some weird yoga and then switching brains with Corey Feldman. Jason Robards, that is. <laughs> I think, because the end's kind of questionable, okay? Oh, God, I saw something in the paper the other day, I guess. I, I, I don't know how far back it was, but apparently Corey Feldman and the Angels were playing in either jo Joliet or Joliet, Aurora. You missed it. Well, okay. damn. I, I, how am time. I going to die happy now? Oh, God. Oh, damn. I thought I had I, more beer. I'll tell you right now, he looks a little a little less weird than he did two years ago when I seen pictures of him with, with like, fans and stuff. He, look, he, look is he, is, he looked bloated two years ago, let's put it that way. Like he was detoxing or something. I mean, is he less of a prick now? I don't know. I wouldn't know. I never met him before. That, that's, uh... See, see, I'd say that, like, oh, I'll never meet Corey Feldman. That guy's a dickhead. But the moment he comes to Chicago, I'll be all over it. He's just, just say, yeah, let's go. You look oh. like Michael Jackson Jr. It's like it's like the one time I was supposed to meet Hulk Hogan. I was like, you know, these folks, you know, they were just jackasses and they meet somebody famous they love when they were a kid. Not now it's my turn, you know. <laughs> was this before or after the whole incident? <laughs> it, it doesn't matter, Will. It's just Hulk Hogan, okay? It, it doesn't matter to me. Yeah, it matters to me. Okay, what incident? When he said the N-word. Well, yeah, yeah, there's that. Oh. Yes. You don't say the N-word. Especially he said, I don't want my daughter to date no N-words. If they ain't a basketball player, hell with him. Now, Willis, if you, if you pick eight black guys out of the crowd, you think they would give a shit? I, I'm just throwing it out there, you know. If, you be, if, they, if they were Hulk Hogan fans to begin with. Yeah, every, a lot of people he's, in shun. He's not. He's, he's not dog the bounty hunter Willis. Okay. He he. A lot of people didn't shun him. I know a lot of people that said they don't mess with him no more after that remark. I don't care how depressed you was, or how. Well, I mean, sad. look at the damage. Yeah, I mean, look at uh, Paula Dean. She said that word what thirty years ago, and Southern, Food Network asked. And Food Network ostracized her. You don't say that word. 
Unless you're Samuel L. Jackson. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> or, or Quentin Tarantino can write in any movie he wants to because he owns the word now. <laughs> Trademark QT. Did you see what his latest project was? Yeah, something unoriginal and uninspired. I'm, I'm good. I'm good. Okay, you don't like Quentin either? It's, it's, I mean, I, for one of those guys says, I'm just going to make two more movies. You think he would have made something original? That, that, yeah, that, that's, his, that's his project. That's saying, I'm going to do something that a lot of other folks have done too. I'm going to make this Manson Family film. He gonna break no new ground with no Manson Family film. It's gonna be the same shit we didn't been seeing. It ain't gonna be nothing was... that you never seen in a documentary or like you know any other of those Manson films. Right? Yeah, that's even, true. But still, even, I, I just I like Quentin. Even though I do like Kill Bill, but that's just me and, only because uh, of a bunch of, of blood in it. If if he, Eli Cash is the motherfucker like in the Royal Tenenbaums, you know? He, oh he, God! He, he could old Custer that shit. I, I'd watch that movie, you know. Everybody knows that, that old, everybody knows that General Custer died a little bighorn. My book does. It presupposes it and says maybe he didn't. No <laughs> I was about to quote that line. Thank you, Gary. <laughs> See, I, I would love to do a show like top ten Wes Anderson characters. I think Eli Cash should be at least my number two. If he's not number one. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, he was like the most interesting person in the movie. Well, that goes to Royal. The Royal's number one in, in all those movies. You know, I don't care. I couldn't get enough Royal. No. See, that's where that's where racism that's where racism was funny, Willis. But he called but he calls Danny Glover Coltrane, and we couldn't stop laughing. You know. Uh, oh, even better. Damn. Um, Blazing Saddles. <laughs> Where I was like, you want to talk some jive? Let's talk some jive. I love that <laughs> shit, man. <laughs> but that's what you're proud for you. So what you expect? <laughs> oh, I had a chance. To, I, I, I'm sorry. I'm sure I'll see this guy again, a vendor who had a, a Mongo T-shirt from Blazing Saddles, and I'm still regretting I didn't buy it. Oh, oh my God, really? <laughs> I love it, man. Uh, uh, random trivia: Alex Karras was a Chicago Bear. Yes, he was. These white ladies with Jerry Curl haircuts. <laughs> you had to pick that shit up. It was the 80s. My Aunt Edna had that haircut. I think it's adorable you have an Aunt Edna. It's amazing. <sighs> I loved my Aunt Edna. She was awesome. I'm gonna have a, if I have a daughter, I'm gonna name her Opal. I'm gonna keep that, that name alive. <laughs> What's her name? Opal. <laughs> Do you have an aunt or a grandma named Opal? Nope. I'm just going to keep that name alive. So, yeah, Martin Landau's character is, uh, <laughs> I mean, he is a total cliche, isn't he? You know? Oh, oh yeah. you've seen the aliens. I've known them all Oh, you're sitting years. in there having a beer and, you know, your damn girl is outside. You are such an asshole. <laughs> Sandy. See, that's like I said, I, I do have an issue with that. But that's just me. That's white people, Suzanne. No, no, don't worry about a thing. You stay right here. It'll be fine. <laughs> yes, we're white people. Look at us. You just stay where you are and we'll go back to the car. Yeah, well, Neville Grant just looks so different. I almost didn't recognize him. <laughs> yeah. I, I, can, I can go more Brad Major's lines if you guys really want me to, you know. 
Oh, Janet, you stay here. There's no point in both of us getting wet. <laughs> That's not sexual at all, though. Well, I have to say, though, that I think uh, Martin Landau is probably scarier than the creature. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah. He probably should have, should have stayed in the van. This just vaguely reminds me of the, the bar scene in Gates or uh, City of the Living Dead. When the lights go mm. off and the wall cracks. Mm. Yeah, I know what you mean. Funny that the Martin Landau is playing this war veteran when the real war veteran is actually Neville Brand, uh, who's had like a who won like a Silver Star and Purple Heart. He was like a super like <laughs> war veteran. Oh wow! Yeah, he was one of those. He was one of those people who like you know came from after the you know home from the war and it's like well I'm gonna be an actor. There <laughs> were like Lee Marvin. He was another one. Big war hero and then turned actor. There, you won't find those kind of actors today. No, not really. No, everybody. I I don't really care for too many actors anymore. Everybody is looks exactly alike. They have the same body types with different haircuts. The best, like you know, Christopher Lee. He was the guy who was in the war. He had a Nazi, so he wins automatically. Have you heard the story when he was shooting uh, the third, uh, his death scene in Lord of the Rings? Hmm. When he was like, oh yeah, the make, the make the sound, you know, when yeah, you get stabbed. Yeah, and Peter uh, Jackson was like, you're gonna get stabbed in the back, and you make this noise. And uh, Christopher Lee was like, um, Peter, when you stab somebody back in the back, they don't make that sound. <laughs> <laughs> he stabbed some Nazis, so he knows, you know. <laughs> yeah, that was fantastic. I'm not afraid to say that when I found out Christopher Lee died, I cried. Well, he'll always be my second favorite Dracula. Uh, I don't mean Lugosi either. He just, you know, it's from when you were brought up and you you see a Dracula uh, grabbing a little girl by her face and calling her a bitch. You you tend to be afraid of that Dracula, and that's in the Monster Squad all day long. You know. <laughs> oh, ghost. Oh my god, I forgot about that. Also, my favorite Frankenstein's monster is in the Monster Squad. I love Noonan as, the, as Frankenstein's monster. Mm. Speaking of, uh, you know, Dracula, so Jack Pounds played Dracula. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. I, I think I think Noonan had, like, the strangest turn ever. He, he had, well, I'm going to play Francis Dollarhide in, in Manhunter, <laughs> and let me go play this super friendly Frankenstein's monster in this, this kid's movie, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Kill him blind, bitches. Frankenstein's monster. And I don't, even, I don't even care. I don't even mind at all. You know, I love the Monster Squad, and I have not watched it in years. It's good. It's a, I remember it being a lot of fun. Well, with the, I with, truly with, enjoyed it. With the exception of like them casually talking about homosexuality in the very beginning, it still holds up pretty good as like a kid's movie. I have to say I don't though, even that remember kind of, that—it's—it's—it's it's, it's, it's a real throwaway line, but there's like a part where they're, they're like walking, like after they got uh, ostracized by the principal, and they're just like. Literally, we need to queue up. I shot the sheriff. Oh yeah. 
And, you know, you know, there's a part of it. It's a real, the real throwaway dialogue. You can look it up if you want to. For I, Mike and Sean, or I forget the, the, the character's name, but they're they're like talking about somebody, maybe the principal being gay or something like that. It's just real throwaway stuff, but it doesn't bother me. But it might bother some other parents, you know. It doesn't bother me. You know, I have a friend of mine. He complained about that. Oh. Wait, what's with all this gay bashing in Monster Squad? But you know, There's like when I was a kid, one throwaway thing. It's, it was the, it was the go go late eighties, you know. Yeah, but but you know, when I was a kid, and I grew up in the nineties, I remember, you know, when I was I was you know I was like ten years old. I remember some guys in my class were like, when I was like trying to befriend them, they were like, "What are you gay or something?" Like they say all the it's time not like that, that. Like it's not that far out for kids to say that. I mean, they you know they hear about it and they you know. And when I was a kid in the '80s, uh, the you know the biggest insult was "you're a faggot." Yeah, I said a lot, just in, not not so much now. You know, and... but if you oh no, it... now you'll get it's everything is so fucking political, politically correct that nobody is allowed to draw any original thought to themselves. Like, like dead baby jokes that flowed today. And that's a <laughs> oh no, that's shameful. Helen you know. Keller jokes wouldn't float. <laughs> oh, maybe Helen Keller jokes. So those are okay. Taylor, Taylor. Yeah, not like anybody knows who she is anymore. Yeah. Now is this the guy with? Who's the guy with the trouty mouth right there? With just hanging out? Is that that uh? Where is he at? Palance just being Palance with, with the with the with the rug. <laughs> Because you can see it real bad now. That's a rug. <laughs> I needed money to pay for a new rug. Yes. <laughs> it really tied the film together, Philip. I'm surprised he's not doing that deep breathing that he was doing in Batman. <laughs> <laughs> you are my number one. And I... Oh, God. I, I mean... I can help think, but think of that when I watched the Dracula, Jack Pounds, like, Renfield, you are my number one. <laughs> I was waiting for him to say that. <laughs> nice. Very well spoken, too. Well, I, I had a real realization when I realized that Bob the Goon was that guy from Repo Man and Conan's, oh. little, <laughs> Conan's little buddy from, from Conan the Destroyer, you know, his little thief <laughs> buddy. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> Didn't realize I'm much, much older that that that, that distinction. Bob Gunn. Yes. John Wayne was a fag. He just says it all casually, you know, trying to piss off people, you know. <laughs> I made it to bed. Made deliveries to his house. Showed up. He was wearing a dress. <laughs> UFOs are time machines. I love him, man. I love his character in Repo Man. <laughs> so much. Yeah, that one I may actually, since they're having the 50% off criter- Criterion sale. It's a good, it's a it's, good disc. I, I, Get that. I know. I I love the movie. There's nothing like watching Emilio Estevez in Combat Boots stopping down the track singing TV Party by Black Flag. That really just does it for me. I can watch that scene over and over and over. I like that. I like that director, Alex Cox. He's made some very underrated films. 
Sid and Nancy is very good. And the, the oh, Sid and Nancy is primo. I, I, love Have you seen... I, I love when I have conversations with X and then he makes comments after, after I say, like, I go make something to eat for dinner and he goes, put it on a plate, you'll enjoy it more. You know, and I get the get the, the repo man line from there and it's amazing, you know. That's why I love, that's why I love my brother so much, shit like that, you know. Heaven's the Murgatroyd, it's like a zoo even, exit stays right. <laughs> 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 and the fact that we we, we, we concluded that J, J, people like Jimmy Cagney and possibly Alexa Bliss are secret phantasm Jawas that have been, been scrunched down. That's why Alexa, <laughs> that's why Alexa Bliss is such a such a, a mean demeanor and such a nice ass. Hey, so double jointed. Yes. Oh, that was hilarious, man. It's like oh my arm, my arm. It's like here's the switch, boom. That's what a heel does, man. I love that shit. As long as she don't do it too often, it's something that she used to only do once every six or seven months. It was good. It was a good churn, though, man. I keep this thing alive in a jar. Something <laughs> he's missing that, is an eye patch. That's your sci-fi move right there, keeping something alive inside of a jar. <laughs> like at the end of the blob. Yeah, at the end of the blob, uh, Hitler's brain. <laughs> Take your pick, Phil, because there, there's so many, you know. Oh, wow. <laughs> the sequel we never get. Hey, did you just mention that fag, John Wayne? It's <laughs> <laughs> a recommendation. Well, well, well Philip, I, I, didn't, I didn't name the man Marion. Somebody else did, okay? Yeah, I was getting ready to say that. Wow. Well, <laughs> Sadly, we're all on the same page with that one. What did you say about my name, Pilgrim? <laughs> well, it's been great Marion's in the world. We had Marion Barry. <laughs> oh, that guy's amazing, yes. <laughs> great stuff for a city, you know. He just couldn't keep his fucking nose clean. I must say hello. <laughs> More ways than one, Willis. <laughs> I couldn't get it out in time. That was what I was going to say. Yeah, all I got to say is that bitch set me up. That bitch set me up. <laughs> that was some funny shit. They actually showed that shit. Somebody got a hold of the tape and showed it on PBS from beginning to end. Nice. A day after it came out. And the next day, I was walking to school, walking home from school. The little hustle man with his little bootleg stuff had a shirt. Marion Barry's picture on it, and at the bottom it said, The bitch set me up. <laughs> <laughs> that 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 is special. No, that shit you'd only see in DC, and that's amazing. I just get I just get really less excited when I see stupid news come on Facebook, you know. Oh, what stupid news is happening now? Oh, I don't know. Stuff I don't care about. Like a like a yeah. like a Dawn of the Dead uh, or and Land of the Dead Blu-ray release by Screen Factory. There's just stuff do I don't we really care. need another one? Well, apparently you do. Apparently they they have another plan. So. Oh Jesus Christ.
Ain't he supposed to be doing another one where it's supposed to be fucking um, twisted metal with zombies driving? Nice. Oh, God, no. I mean, I pretty much... I watched Land of the Dead, and then I he came out with Diary of the Dead, which was that found footage crap that I'm really not into, so I didn't watch it. And then there wasn't there one called Survival of the Dead that he did. Yes. Yeah. After that, and I just you know what I'm I'm done. I like I like the first three, and you know Land of the Dead was kind of fun, but it wasn't anywhere near as good as the other is the original trilogy so i just you know what i'm gonna save some time i'm just not gonna watch them i just like land of the dead with dennis hopper and then zombies man they freak me out man (laughs) (laughs) that was i think one of the funny thing and simon pegg and edgar what's his face were in it briefly too I guess it's better than some of the dialogue from Super Mario Brothers, you know. (laughs) Which is a film I unapologetically saw a bunch of times and still continue to watch for some reason. Guilty pleasures, baby. Guilty pleasures. You know what I love about mud? It's clean and dirty at the same time. I have the DVD around here somewhere. I found it at the thrift store for $1.99. The British folks get all the good stuff. They have a steel book out there. With extras on there. I'm For Blu- Super Mario Brothers? Really? Uh-huh. So I'll tell you, you can, folks, my birthday is December 22nd. You guys will send it to me in the mail, uh, listeners. You guys can go and do that. <laughs> Even though I hate this movie with a passion, I wish they would do a nice Blu-ray with release with extras and stuff on it. It's a damn He-Man movie. Oh, yeah, I love it. Learn more about Pig Boy. <laughs> I want to know more about Pig Boy. He was a contest winner, see? <laughs> he was in the movie, and he's visible in the movie for like a split second, and you know... That must have been really something to him back in them days. But now he's Did like he? but now he's like 40 years old, he says, I was Pig Boy, Master of the Universe. And that was the <laughs> thing, yeah. Wow. Is he having a stroke out there or something? He looked like he he almost suffering from what Jim Ross got. Well, that's just for them, a moment. That's just them land them them uh was his palance palance faces, you know. <laughs> that he's I mean Jack Palance doesn't you know Landau it up like Landau, but he has that like grizzled saddlebag look. Like he's just too damn tired of everything. Well, he's got that whiskey face going on, you know. Yeah. Like, like when your grandpa's been drinking for 50 years and he's got that permanent, you know, kind of Sly Stallone thing going on a little bit, you know. <laughs> the uh, squinty eyes. My granddad was an old style man for years and years and years and years. Uh, my grandfather drank scotch. He's spinning. Uh, we be spinning. It, uh, uh, it's a snowy thingy. <laughs> it's a snowy thingy. You took that way one, too. He? He, he took way too long to react to that. That blood is off. way too clear. It's like I'm getting paid $250 a day for this picture, and crap services sucks. 
fuck your reaction time. And they fucking run. Yeah. <laughs> I said it before, Suzanne. They had the opportunity to escape, and they chose to stop that van of theirs that wouldn't start to begin with. And they just kept on driving. But I mean, but still, I mean, you would expect them to help him. But that dude is a pussy. Okay, flying he is discs. A... He is just a coward. A Chick's got more balls. Yeah, he's a chump, and Chick's got mo more balls than he does. Oh my god. <laughs> it's oh look, he's loud. It's not even going straight no more. It's moving like a damn bat. It's like a heat sink, a heat seeking throwy thingy. It looked like a date old pizza from 7 Eleven. <laughs> oh, that 7 Eleven pizza is fucking awful. Oh, stop doing that. That's nasty. Oh, I love the big blood bubble. That was pretty damn intense. Oh, yeah. I'll keep this for a trophy. <laughs> the one that got my leg. It'll go in the same jar as the one that got his arm. Oh, yeah. Ew. What was that noise? That was a tendril coming out. I guess. <laughs> I'll teach you flying disc aliens. <laughs> I was a soldier, goddammit. Uh, my dad met Jack Palance in an elevator someplace in the 70s. Nice. I remember hearing him tell that story. <laughs> It's dead already. Stop hitting it. <laughs> oh, that was just that extra frustration stomp. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, the dude in the Porsche is really going to pick you up. And here's where it starts to get funny. Well, I hope so. Because I've been laughing at all so far, you know. Why don't you tell them about the story about the Fratellis, too, while you're at it, you know. <laughs> These really disgusting people called the Fratellis. Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> We're headed the wrong way. Are we going to town or what about Taylor? 
Whoops. <laughs> Let me guess. He's been taken over by alien people. Uh, do you really think he needs to be taken over by an alien? Well, no. it, it would make him more crazier, which, which is definitely better. I, I don't think he could possibly get much more crazy unless he, like, I don't know, I kill, kills them, rams the car into something. I don't know. Are the possibilities? I, mean, I don't know. I just don't think he can get much crazier. I'd be so afraid to be out there with the throwy thingies going on. I It scared me so bad when I was a kid, I wouldn't go outside. Oh, right, here you go. I actually got over that. Here you go. This film was made for $150,000, half of which went to Palance and Martin Landau for their salaries. Are you kidding? grand though. I, it, it, you know, I, I can't say be real sarcastic. Hey, it all shows up on screen. But they, they did more with $150,000, I think. That is funny. <laughs> so I guess the two old men gonna start fighting each other at the end of the movie, I guess. That'd be amazing. <laughs> it, wouldn't that kind of be like a bum fight? Does anybody remember that? Oh, I remember yep. those, yep. Nothing like crackheads acting the fool. Yeah, I walked in this bike shop to get a part for Pat, and they were watching the bum fights on the big screen TV in the back of the store. Like, it's no wonder that place closed down. But then again, I have to admit, I stood there for 20 minutes going, what the fuck am I watching? And why can't I stop? That's how Kimbo Slice got his start. Oh, God. What? Really? Yep. Now he gone. Where'd he go? That. Of a heart oh. attack in the ring. Oh, shit. I'm sorry. Yep. I didn't know that. There are worse things. You could shit yourself in the middle of the ring like that one girl did. <laughs> uh, really? Yep. Yeah. You're kidding. Nope. I forget who it was, but the other girl had her in the hold, and she, she squeezed her so tight this girl shit her pants right in the middle of the ring. Yeah, <laughs> again. I'm sure the video's all oh over YouTube. God. You want to look for it, you know. Oh my god, I actually don't want to see it. I wouldn't want to feel that. Somebody holding my arms so tight to make me shit myself. That, that'd be some pain <laughs> right there. Now you wouldn't forget. I think I would have tapped out once I felt my balls start to move. <laughs> I'm good, I'm good. Tap, bitch, tap. I'm pretty sure that <laughs> I'm pretty sure that giant padded vest is bulletproof. Please don't hurt us. Shock. Oh, alien proof. You can't fix crazy, man. 
Okay, yeah. I'm, sure, I'm, sure, I'm sure a lot of you know because even it, it working early, you know, Cundy was at the top of the game. I think that that helped move things along in this movie as far as the budget went. I mean, I think they spent wisely. I mean, yeah, they probably could have done a little bit more if they didn't have to pay Landau and Palance so much. Like I said, but it, I think was, it was seventy-five. Was good. Seventy-five grand to them and seventy-five grand to everything else in this movie. <laughs> I, I think it's really something. I think it's amazing. It's fun. I just have fun watching mm -hmm. this movie. When I'm having a bad day and I need something to make me smile, this movie makes me smile. Mm. That, that or something like Drop Dead Fred, which I can turn on any time of the day and, you know... Now that's kind of how I am with the Deadly Spawn. That's another one of those movies uh, when I'm happy. When I'm shitty day, Deadly Spawn. That's I'm happy again. That's one you love. Yep. And I love my I love my poster that you got signed for me. Thank you so much. Any man that's good at the rock and ascot is fine with me. Hell's yeah. <laughs> I love how he's just taking pot shots. He's not actually aiming. No. Oh. Well, you shoot like the Joker. You shot him. You know, with just just waving that gun with a limp with a limp arm. You know. <laughs> they say in all these movies, you know, the people who like hold the gun sideways. I would love to see an idiot shoot that, so I could watch the wrist break in three places. Yeah. They do it often. You gotta wave down another car, maybe some of those psychotics driving that car. It's like, hey, I think you're going my way. Are you gonna go my way? Why would you slow down? Just hit them crackers. Come on now. No, he's a different kind of crazy. Yeah, but he's got like those pointed eyebrows. Like I said, it's not Lee Marvin eyebrows. Yeah, I say Landau is like really devious, you know, in the, in the film roles he chooses. But you know, he's a really nice guy. I got to meet him one time. You know, he's a real nice guy. He, he you know what I really liked? Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, uh, what I really liked him in was Space 1999. Yeah. <laughs> he talked to me about rounders and, you know, shit like that. It's good stuff. Oh, right? sweet. Yeah. Real jovial dude. And in that same day, I met Van Williams, Barbara Feldon, age 99. Pa oh, pa sweet. Pam Greer. Uh, who, who, there, there was a couple other good ones in there too, but it was it was a pretty good day for for meeting folks in a small show. What one was that? It was a it was at the Hollywood show like four or five years ago. Yeah, because I've been you know keeping my eye on some of those. It's just they always seem to roll around when I'm broke. Barbara Feldon, by the way, guys, my my first crush, Asian ninety nine, still pretty hot. Let me tell you. 
still pretty hot for an older lady. Yeah, I would, I would watch that with the Batman show back in the day. Oh, God, I remember watching Get Smart with my grandpa. Like, we'd watch it every day when I got home from school. Let's go to this dilapidated house. It looks safe. Nothing uh, and it's, you know, they, they've been showing them on MeTV. Nice, nice. Ow. Ew, it's just stepping, girly. Why would you go to the top floor for? Looks like it's gonna fall over any time. Obviously, no one's there. Just open the damn door. Why not try the handle first? Because B and E's a lot more fun. <laughs> oh, I love a good cat toss. <laughs> yeah, one of my cats just did like the satellite ears when that happened. <laughs> How many times are you gonna say that? There ain't nobody there. Hello? Put some fucking, what we put some fucking aliens. Uh, I'm waiting to see how crappy this alien look. Well, you can see. And a actually, it doesn't. Oh, he looks pretty good. You can see pictures of him on uh, Google. Uh, actually, it looks pretty damn good. And like I said, it frightened me. That's, but I was also eight or nine. That's why Jaws one works so well, Willis. You don't see the creature all that much. Yeah, like yeah. I said, not seeing the monster is scarier than actually seeing it. And Martian Lando is just scary. Yes, all by himself. <laughs> I agree with you one hundred percent. Look at all these clothes we could try on. Ooh, let's play dress up. Oh man, I'm telling you. That girl got no tits. No, she doesn't. <laughs> Unfortunately, no. Just an observation. Well, it's it's a good one. It's a good one. Just put on strangers' clothes for no reason. Some bullshit. <laughs> well, they were wet from the jump. This is how Goldilocks and the Three Bears happens. Everybody knows that. You know. <laughs> <laughs> oh look, it's the world of poo. You open the box. We came. <laughs> That's one of my favorite convention moments ever. Is still what 
my, my little nephew Zuko, three years old, we, we uh, were lying for somebody else, and in between that person and uh, us was somebody selling Le Marchand boxes, and Doug Bradley was right next to the table, and I said, D don't touch that box, kid. Somebody have such sights to show you. I got the biggest smile out of Doug Bradley I've ever seen in my life. Because <laughs> I told this three-year-old kid this. He didn't get it, but Doug thought it was funny. <laughs> and Doug Bradley has a big ass ear, so you know that that that, that smile goes from ear to ear. You know it's massive. <laughs> I hope he comes to a con soon. I've got to meet Doug Bradley. My encounter with Doug Bradley was uh, at the Weekend of Horrors convention in Germany nice. a couple years ago. I was talking to uh, Simon Bamford, who was in uh, Hellraiser. He played uh, one of the Cenobites. That's that's the Butterball, oh, right? right or, uh... Yeah, and uh, suddenly a friend of mine goes, uh, he's sitting at the you know the table. Mm -hmm. you know? A friend goes, hey, can I take a picture of you two? <laughs> and uh, Simon's like, yeah, sure, I'm going to take a picture. And then suddenly we hear this voice. Uh, what are you doing? What are you up to? And it's Doug Bradley. <laughs> he's like, he's like, God damn it, Simon! I'm off to take a piss, and suddenly you're breaking all the rules. You know you're not supposed to take photos by the table. <laughs> <laughs> and I turn to my friend like, that's Pinhead. That's Pinhead. <laughs> oh, and really looking at that, you would really want to smell it. Well, yeah, I don't sure, think so, dude. Make sure it's good. Yeah. I mean, the the, con the container is filthy. I mean, he, that's like some major mold. He really wanted some milk, man, because it seemed like a good choice at the time. Now just pour the damn cannon. Oh, those things took a lot of coffee. Why are you leaving that girl alone when there's aliens around, stupid? <laughs> oh, he is such a jackass. But it doesn't it doesn't really bother me as much because, you know, you gotta have somebody in the movie you don't like. And I kinda like the alien. I don't like that dude. He's a bitch. He did tuck her in. She seemed very tired, Suzanne. And she was probably very cold from the, the plunge. But look how dry her hair is. And his is still wet. Yeah, because he's, he's ruggedly handsome, okay? She's got she's to keep them braids tight. He soaked it all in. <laughs> what are we going to do now? Wait here. Get Wait out here. of the cast, phone! Wait here. I'll go get help. <laughs> okay, you go first and get killed. <laughs> I should know I should have got that spare tire fixed. <laughs> Don't worry, folks. Not Barry Bostwick is here all night long. You know. <laughs> I'm sorry we didn't get to do uh, FDR American Badass. I was actually kind of looking forward to that. It's, it's coming. When I get a hold of it, it's coming. Trust me. All right, cool. I have the DVD. I used to just... To rip it. 
I don't have a no, I have a Blu-ray of it. I don't, I don't have the Blu-ray drive though. Trust me, the alien's not going to put his hand on your shoulder. He's going to hit you with a throwy thingy. Yes. <laughs> He's going to toss him like Puppy, a. He's going to toss him like a nasty alien diaphragm at you. <laughs> Yeah, the water is overflowing. You're being wasteful. Even Daggy grumbled at that. Why are you that. watching it? Just put the... F mm. When I just have to bring us some leave us running water in a coffee pot? Couldn't be bothered to go buy milk, though. Fucking cheap bastards. I know, right? <laughs> Oh boy. It's dripping. <laughs> that is the most annoying sound in the world in the middle of the night. I think the most annoying sound in the world is Taylor Swift's will never ever ever get back together. You know, I think that's the most annoying sound in the world. Uh, Taylor Swift is just one of the most annoying people in the world. Well, you know, they say, you know, once you go blonde, you go bitch, and one of my my, my favorites, Katy Perry, proved that. Like, why'd you, why'd you do that for? You should have stayed a brunette. You would have been, would have been such a bitch. When you go blonde, yeah, you turn into a bitch? It could be, man, what? yeah. I, I, I got certain rules, okay? I, I, don't, yeah. I, don't, I don't go with blondes, okay? I'm a, I'm a brunette guy. I never, oh, go, I, oh. I, I never go with girls that, that, you know, that are either named Chloe, oh. Jennifer, or, or, I'm looking for <laughs> Oh, you know, oh, I, I thought you said blind. No, blind. <laughs> when you turn blind, you turn into a bitch. I was like, what? Well, you can be a bitter, you, you, you can be very bitter if you, go, if you go blind, you know, I've seen that and stuff. You watch, watch any episode of Little House of the Prayer after Mary goes blind. She's a real bitch after that. It's like, oh, there's stuff, I mean, I... there's stuff happening on the farm. Well, fuck you, Dad. I'm blind. You know. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, now she pulls him out. Oh! He's selfish. Didn't bring her no coffee. He's got a giant fucking cup of Chino right there. <laughs> Fancy, comfy chair to sit in. He, he is a bastard, Suzanne. Goddamn. I know. Right. <laughs> I, I would just kick the shit out of him. I had a nightmare. See, now, Willis, this is more interesting than hanging out at Hawkeye's house in the Avengers Part 2, see? Yeah, whatever. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> uh, my name is Steve Rogers, and I'm chopping wood. How you, how you doing? <laughs> That was setting up the seeds for the next movie. Well, it's just face facts, okay? Joss Whedon, decent at TV, shitty at filmmaking, okay? Man, the studio fucked with that joint, and you can tell. I guess. You ever, you ever try to watch Dollhouse, Willis? I, I really wanted to give it a chance, but it's fucking awful. Hell no, I ain't watched half of that shit that was on the TV. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> Ugh. Why is it humping my face? Oh, there it is, Willis. 
That's a damn look like the big head alien from off of Star Trek. Yeah, in a way, yeah. <laughs> it looks like a throwback to a couple of different, well, obviously uh, the Star Trek one, but a few of the the 50s sci-fi movies, too. <laughs> Honestly, it was much scarier when it was in shadow than it was when you get the whole look at it. That was funny as hell, though. Just that, swear, oh, yeah. Just that thing pumping his face. I swear they probably went into the damn um, vault at Paramount and just stole that joint. It's got the same head and everything. It ain't got them bug <laughs> eyes, though. Them cross-eyed oh, eyes. Oh, I know. The yeah. first... The first few times I watched this when I was an adult, look at the look on his face. Saw, was like, let's examine that. She's like, "Oh, it's all better." And he's just gonna walk away. <laughs> it's like, no, nah, bitch. He knows you're in the house. Yeah, where you gonna go? Wearing them fucking mom jeans, looking all sexy and shit. All available. Cause you know, that's a, Do you not think it can go through the door? I think that's a rule, you know, when a girl wears a man's shirt, she ties it off at the bottom like that. It's infinitely sexy, I think. And it was like that, that. And it was Marlowe Blue. Dude, this guy was trying to kill you. I told him. I told him there was aliens. They didn't believe me. I'm gonna put his head on my wall with the javelina and the mountain lion. Why would you stop? Just one, idiot. I guess you're gonna die next. I think I've watched way too much boss because I'm looking at Jack Palance's nose and going, he got a bad nose job. No, it's just his. I mean, it looks like a bad nose job from the shadow that he's cast in. He probably took too many shots to the nose as an actor. Well, I remember reading, I think it was on IMDb, that he was apparently in a plane crash during the the Second World War, and so he had massive plastic surgery on his face. Oh, wow. Yeah. Now I feel terrible for saying that. <laughs> you trying to tell me it wasn't a Saigon whore there, Philip, that bit his nose off, like in dirty work, you know? <laughs> <laughs> could be worse. A Saigon whore could have bit off my nose. It was the aliens. <laughs> I shot down the plane. That's what you need was he did. He did that Ultimate Warrior promo with, with with Martin Landau, just you know overdubbing it. You know, <laughs> <laughs> crash the plane. Let me teach you how to shoot. Good, good. This gun has no recoil whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> He's holding it. Holy shit. How would you let her shoot the alien? You're supposed to be the experienced dude. I know, right? 
No, he's got to set the dynamite off. He's already got it wired, man. Oh, no, and there's our best friend. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Mr. Landau. Sarge. I mean, seeing you two chewing up scenery right now is absolutely amazing. Well, this is where your $75,000 win, Suzanne, right here. <laughs> this this, this masterclass of acting. <laughs> How old is Martin Landau? He's got to right be 80-something. Oh, no, he's got to be older than that. I'm going to look it up right now. He's still alive. He's still alive. Yeah, I would have heard about that. I was so sad when Abe Bogota died because, well, that was kind of my thing. About once a week, I'd check and see if he was still alive. It was time, Suzanne, for, for old Abe to go. I know, but he was so, so good in The Godfather. Fish! Oh, he was good as Fish, but he was better in The Godfather. Well, his birthday is June 20th, so he just turned 89 years old. Holy wow. shit. Not, 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 quite, not quite 90 yet. Hmm. Yeah, he's still got a couple of good years left in him. He's done a lot, a lot of stuff, but he's like, he, I said, what was he, what was, he kind of came back with Ed Wood, right? That was like he, his yeah, like a big career. Guy. Because because before that he did movies like this. Yes. <laughs> yeah. He's in a whole bunch of schlock. And then like Harvey Keitel, suddenly his career was resurrected. <laughs> Very odd. Yeah, he was. I I don't know how I forgot he played Bella Lugosi and Ed Wood. Oh yeah. He was he was really really good. That was a fun ass movie. To be fair, I need to watch that again. Keitel didn't have much of a layover as far as. Okay, I'm not acting, and now I'm acting again. <laughs> what he had, like, he, he did means he did a uh, blue collar, and um, he was in Mean Streets, right? The Scorsese film. It's gonna be all right. Okay, yeah, tell. Wasn't he in the yeah. Young Americans too? I, I haven't seen that one. But like, he made like Bad Lieutenant in like 1990, so didn't something like that, or you know? Mm. And then he was kind and of that, back in the yeah. game again. But the 80s is like yeah, a vacuum. Okay, tell me. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. It's like the aliens just stand there because he's got confidence, you know. But it, it, it really looks good here. It's, the alien looks much better in shadow. Because once you see it up close in the light, it's like the mystery's gone. Lando, there's not time for a monologue here. Just shoot that fucking massive thing in the head, okay? Yeah. Well, he's been monologuing all over the place. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> here, one for each nipple. And I wonder, why did they feel the need to put fur on it? Because vagina. L look at it. Now think of oh, somebody's, somebody with a really disgusting labia. That is really, really gonna give me nightmares. Uh-huh. That's the weakest spot, Lando. The nipples. <laughs> and 
And look, it's it's protruding some kind of substance that resembles. Never, I ain't gonna, I'm not gonna take this any further. It looks like shit. tapioca pudding. You think Martin Lando's last thoughts were like, "I knew it. The aliens invented pizza." <laughs> <laughs> The aliens invented pizza. Little Caesars <laughs> went away, came back, and then the stoners reinvented pizza. Well, the five dollar pizza that is, you know. <laughs> this is where we pee. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a massive head. Shoot him in the head, Hunter. Dad's <laughs> gonna heal himself. That's how you do it. <laughs> I'm not done with you yet. Shoot him in the hood, Jesus! What? I'm trying to figure out why they don't dodge the damn thing. Cause he's got yeah, a field medic. Well, he don't care. He knows how to take care of that shit. Ew. <laughs> he's just hacking yeah, through the lady menorah, you know. It looks like a bad puzzle. <laughs> <laughs> I cut up your fancy vagina, alien. Ha! How you like that? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> and while she's sitting there seeing him get lit up, why don't she just take the gun and shoot his ass? Well, they left him laying there to die the first time with that oh. with pussy boy. My only weakness. He hit me in the back with one of these things. <laughs> why are you laughing and crying at the same I time, buddy? He's gonna do like Braun Strowman to the Roman Reigns now. Here he comes, Willis. Helia, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm running very awkwardly. Come on and get me in this shack. <laughs> we'll have some weird relations. I'm not done with you, alien. I'm not done with you. We'll talk about how the moon landing never happened. Is that even close but to of that course shack? nothing happened. Oh yeah. Check your connection. Positive and Check negative, me. honey. Positive and negative. Wait. Ooh, and I know how to do that. Jesus. Alien ain't that dumb. But to be fair, pal should have been wiring that shit correctly. Oh yeah, I can't the elephant noise. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done. Boom! They said in the credits they used the elephant noise for the fucking alien's death and I had to hear it for myself. <laughs> Somebody this call exactly what's this thing I like. Somebody call Ringling Brothers, you got a problem here. Uh, Ringling Brothers no longer exists. I know. Goddamn animal rights activists. They said they was losing money anyway. <laughs> well, they cut, they're, they're, they're cutting off their, their legs. They're not letting them use all the animals and stuff, so. You think with all those stars out there, we're the only The final frontier. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Look at all the satellites in the air. They watch you pee nightly. And with that, alien vaginas. Coming at you. <laughs> You're 
telling me, Gary. Uh, it, telling me. It's not my fault that you pointed out they had hair on them, okay? Now it looks like that, okay? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> that was without warning. I'm gonna, that was a movie. That was a movie, yes. And I'm going to ask my <laughs> guest, special guest Philip O'Neill, hopefully he'll come back and do a lot more of these with us. What did you think of the film? Um, yes. What did you think of the film, and what is your rating, 1 to 10? Oh, this gets uh, nine flying alien pizzas out of ten. <laughs> it's a it's it's a fun little B movie. Well made. It's drags a little at certain spots I notice here, but uh, otherwise, I, it's, it's juicy fun. Beautiful man. Well man. It was a dumbass movie, but I enjoyed it for what it is. I give it a six. Sweet. Suzanne. I gotta give it an eight. Eight and a half. Eight and a half. It's just little things about it annoy me, but the long and short of it is it's a fun fucking movie. You can ha- you can enjoy it. Eight and a half. Nice. Uh, me, myself, it, it, it gets about a seven. I, I, I mean, for a film with the budget that it had, you know... I I uh I gotta say that it, it looks really good, and I think the credit yeah. goes I think the credit goes to Dean Cundy on that one. Not that Graydon Clark's not a fine filmmaker, but him having Cundy on board on this one really really brought it out as far as you know, his film. Yeah, and you know these kind of B movies that are made today they're they're not this good. They're not. No, this they're not. They're unpaid. they're straight to video crap that somebody actually put some some heart and soul into this which made it as fun as it is but yeah b-movies today are just they're they're garbage they're throwaways and of course like like philip said you're 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 old school stable of actors in this film because you know larry storage what was the guy's name neville uh brand neville brand Brand. of course martin landau and jack palance Yo, they, they they carry a film like this. There's there's these these films are on a dime a dozen for that reason because you have like these actors who haven't done this for a long time, but they just show up in these films like your George Kennedy, who's in Joe Don Baker, <laughs> and you know actors like that, it, they make them better, and you can see you, you can see where that money went to, to their salaries. You know, has Joe Don Baker ever done a horror movie? Uh, just before dawn. I, I don't. I don't, no, I don't no, no, that's George Kennedy, not Joe Don Baker. Oh. I'm thinking of a horror film that Joe Don Baker was in, though. Is it? It's, uh, I don't know. But look it up for another hmm. time. I, I would like to do that film. If there's a horror film with Joe Don Baker in it, though. <laughs> He's the monster. <laughs> oh God. But uh, yeah, it's fun times. First time I ever seen it. Like I said, I've seen other great and Clark films, just not this one. Um. <laughs> But that's about it for this one, and I'll uh, ask Willis, where can they find you on the the interwebs and such? Um, you find me at Nasty Will DC on Twitter, my YouTube page, Wildman Willis Reviews, the um NFW podcast, and of course the Terrachu podcast. Nice, Suzanne. Um, Fly01 on Twitter, easy to find on the book of face, the Dead Letter Office, and the NFW podcast as well. Nice. Follow the bloody ballerina. Finally, Mr. Phillip. 
Where can they find you, sir? You can find me in Sweden. No, but you can find me on <laughs> <laughs> Twitter uh, under the username Hollow Shape, but and uh, I'm on Facebook. Cool. Um, you blogging anymore? You still do writing blogs or no? Uh, no, I, I'm not. I'm, I'm not. <laughs> fair, fair enough. I, I had to ask, you know, something, something to pimp, you know, because Philip is a guy who likes all kinds of films, and I, I think it'd, it'd be interesting to to read his uh, his scribblings if he that was. The well, case. you know, I'm on Letterbox as well. I do. Yeah, I'm on Letterbox. I write uh, reviews and stuff on that. Nice. So, you know Letterboxd? Yeah, you know I know. I, I have an account. I just hardly ever use it. Mm. It's a pretty good site. Oh, yeah. I, I agree. I just, you know, like, oh, I watched a movie. Now let me write about it on Letterboxd. And I just forget to do that that second step, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. But you be myself. You can find me here and on the Sit and Beef podcast uh, on legionpodcast.com. I've slowly got the gears churning. I've already got the first film to watch for it uh, with the inevitable return of the Great White Dopes of the Sloppy Seconds uh, movie sequel podcast. I've been away from that for a while for nothing personal with my co-host. We're like personal, like, you know, if you guys follow me on Facebook the last couple days, you guys know my my head's kind of fucked up sometimes. And I needed to get that straight before I delved into any more projects to keep those projects going. But, um, yeah, that's coming back. Uh, Twitter at GW and at cinema beef cast, uh, come and support, uh, and anything on legionpodcast.com. There's a lot of great shows on there. I'll never be the guy to, to ask you for, for Patreon money. Although there's a lot of respectable podcasts that do no disrespect to them. So if I want to tell you to give anybody any money, Give it to our, our, our admin, Bo, or my, I guess he'd be our boss of, of this wonderful program that you guys listen to right now. He's going to pay for the hosting fees and all the promotions and those lovely t-shirts that you guys are seeing now, people wearing on as a presence on the internet. So yeah, give slide Bo a few, a few shekels for those hosting fees and uh, if, you, if you guys want to. That's only if you really want to. Bo's kind of a dickhead sometimes, but no, I, I digress, you know. <laughs> but with that I'm going to leave it there and we'll see you guys next time for possibly the car or possibly comedy of terrors I'm not sure which one yet we'll, we'll decide with, with the scheduling of X and I think Philip you said you wanted to be on the one with the car as well right yeah okay yeah you're, you're welcome on the other one too I just you told me specifically you want to be on the one with the car yeah I'm not familiar with uh, comedy of terrors Comedy oh, Terror. Yeah, yeah that's, that's a good one. Um, Vincent Price, classic. Boris Karloff, Peter Lorre. A r- real winning uh, group there, you know, so. Well, is that a Roger Corman movie? It's a Roger Corman film, yes. Yep. Wait, what was it called? Uh, Comedy, Com- of te- Comedy of Terrors. Comedy of Terrors? In, huh. the, in the States, they doubled it on a, a DVD with uh, That and the Raven. Oh, I... But haven't they done something else together? Price and Laurie and... I think the, Ra- the Raven and probably the Terror. I think they were all filmed around the same time, if not at the same time. Hmm. Interesting. Oh, boy. But this is where I'll leave you, and this has been your Two Drink Minimum Commentaries. See you guys next time. Peace.
拜拜。